from Slickback Studios headquarters in Brooklyn, New York, Mike Coscarelli, Matt Lajeski, and Adam Foster are The Sports Group. All sports, all men, all right. Sponsored by Falstaff Beer, America's favorite beer for the drive home. Hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Sports Group. I'm your host, Mike Coscarelli, excited to bring you the most hard-hitting, pulse-pumping, cock-sucking sports action on planet Earth. It's the Sports Group, the last place that exists where men can be men. In New York City, I'm Mike Coscarelli, joined from Chicago, Illinois, he is the Polish nightmare. He is Matt Lajeski. It's still very cold here. Oh, man. Is it? Oh, dude, it's fucking 40 degrees and raining for days and days and days. Save that until after I introduce our second co-host in San Diego, California. It's Adam Foster. Yo, good to be here. Matt, it's still freezing in Chicago. I mean, it's not freezing, but it's like the type of weather where it's like if your teams are losing and it's like this every day, you only have two options. Right. What, what, you know, what are what cause are, a felony okay. on the road in traffic? That's number one. <laughs> mm, Somebody okay. cuts you off and you cut yeah. their throat. <clears throat> right. Or number two, you just. Uh, <laughs> For those of us uh, who are not joining us on video, <laughs> yeah. I just uh, I did the gun to the head, pull the trigger. That's right, uh, and that's all the more reason you should be watching us on video. Uh, we are on we are on YouTube.com. Uh, the way this is going to work, guys, this is the first episode of the show, so there's a lot of housekeeping that we have to do to get you up to date with who we are, uh, what the show is, and uh, exactly how and when and where. And why you can get this show in the first place. Uh, So for starters, like Matt said, if you are uh, not watching the show on YouTube, why not do that? Go check it out. You're an animal. Trash. (laughs) That's exactly what I was thinking. We have the show on full video. Uh, You can see all three of us doing our thing here uh, uh, privately in our, I'm in a studio, but you guys are in your houses. Um, So you can watch the full video at YouTube.com. Obviously, you just sports shirt. Search sports. Smash that like button. Smash the like button. Subscribe. Uh, And if you're listening on audio, which is also a good option, that's the option that's probably going to get us paid the quickest. So we should be plugging that one the most. Um, You obviously you're listening to this already, but uh, please leave uh, a review, like and subscribe um, because we're going to be giving you content uh, every Wednesday. The podcast will be available first thing in the morning. uh, If you're listening to this uh, later in the day or watching it on YouTube. The YouTube episode will be available a little later in the day. We have some turnaround time. We got to get an edit done. Mike's and, a lazy uh, I'm piece the only of shit, one, folks. Uh, who's, who's editing around here. Yeah, I'm just lazy. That's the thing. <laughs> Recording this. At you know how these Italians are. <laughs> yeah. um, so let's start off here, guys, by introducing ourselves to the audience. I, of course, uh, I'm Mike Coscarelli, if you don't know who I am. 
Um, I live in New York City. Uh, all three of us are raised in the tri-state area and we've since sort of splintered apart. But um, my sports biases are obviously, uh, I love the Mets if you don't follow me on social media. Now you you know uh, I'm a Mets fan. I'm a Jets fan. If you've fan. been missing the tantrums. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the only things I post about really are the Mets and, you know, my hair. I put some selfies of my face up because I have a primarily female audience, which we're trying to fix with this podcast, but we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm a Mets fan. I'm a Jets fan. I'm a Knicks fan. I'm a Rangers fan uh, and everything else. You know, I kind of come and go. I'm not a big individual sports guy. But um, both of you guys now live separately. Uh, yeah, and we used to live together. Live in the- yeah, we're, we've <laughs> since been separated. Um, it was amicable. It was an amicable, amicable split. Adam took the dog, of course. Yeah, yeah um, right. Hey, listen, you leave the life out of this. I took the priceless art. <laughs> uh, we so you guys now live in states and cities where you didn't grow up in. Um, first off, you're both Yankees fans, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Matt, why don't you why don't you give us your breakdown? So we got the Yankees, uh, we got the Giants, we got the Rangers, we got the Nets, um, and so we got depression. Uh, basically, is what I just said. Perfect. Um, you know. None of those teams uh, is the future. Well, not the future, but right now, it ain't great. Giants are okay, I guess. But yeah, live in Chicago now. Uh, it's fine, you know. It's yeah. it's a good city. It's uh, it's a miserable city, but it's a good city. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, Chicago. You know, it's a strange place because like it's nice enough, right? The people are very friendly. The weather is miserable. The teams generally suck. So I don't know. It's like living in New York if everything was about five times worse. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, ultimately, that's not what you would want. I mean, Chicago has always been sort of an interesting sports city, and they're going to come up uh, later uh, in the show when we talk about uh, the the most pressing sports cities in America. Uh, that's a little tease for you. So guys. it's almost like that Keith but, Olbermann bit, you know, the worst person in the world. What, yeah, he did that? remember he did he did he said, I'm the worst person. I think he was always drunk, and his face was just red yeah. and bloated. The worst person in the world. He just starts shaking. <laughs> uh, Adam, why don't you run down your credentials real quick? Real quick. All right. Audience. Yeah. Real quick. Born in New Jersey, New Brunswick. Uh, grew up in Jersey, just like the rest of us boys. And here I am in That's sunny right. San Diego <laughs> because I'm better than all of you. That's right. I am a huge Yankees fan. <laughs> the first game I ever went to was David Wells' perfect game because it was Beanie Baby Day. And, you know. Oh, I, wow. Is that right? Yeah. First game I ever went to was Beanie. Was, uh, I wanted to go because it was Beanie Baby Day. It was David Wells' perfect game. Fun fact, my dad tried to leave at the end to beat the traffic. He didn't know. He didn't know. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like, he's not a sports guy, so he didn't know. Anyways, and if you can't tell by that comment. There's only been 23 of those in the history. Yeah. We almost left, left early for one of them. And if you can't tell by that comment That's about my dad and by... Looking at me, you know I'm a dirty, dirty Jew. Uh, and I also love the Eagles. 
And that's pretty much it, so you, you know? I like uh, Yankees, Eagles. Yankees, Eagles. You don't care about I like. I do like LeBron. I don't know. I, I've just been following him. I like UFC a lot. Um, right. Yeah, and that's about it. So let me ask you, Adam. You grew up, you grew up basically in central Jersey. Uh, and you have sort of a split allegiance between a New York team and a Philadelphia mm-hmm. team. Why did you pick one city for one sport and then you picked the Eagles? So the Yankees, I went football. I went to the game and that was kind of it. Bernie Williams hit a home run. He was my favorite player growing yeah. up. And then the Eagles, I just liked their logo okay. when I was little. And it just, it, honestly, it could have been any team. Classic. It just happened to be that they were the Eagles and that they were in Philly. So it's it has nothing to do where about Jersey or anything like that. And honestly, looking back, that might have been one of the best decisions I've ever made. <laughs> no, looking back at my whole life, that might have been one of the best decisions I ever made is picking the Eagles as as my team. Coming yeah, it's, it's fun. It's fun. It's, it's, so it's a fun funny. club to be a part of. It's Not like a trashy, bad choice. Yeah, very. It is trashy. It's not like trashy. It's trashy, but it's fun. Kind of. When trash. I was younger, I liked the Carolina Panthers for a little while for the same reason. They mm-hmm. came into the league. They had those. I actually saw somebody wearing a Panthers uh, jacket recently. I'm pretty sure he was homeless. Um, it was one of those like old Naturally. school '90s starter looking kind of jackets. You know what I'm talking about? That era. Those yeah. NBA logos from the '90s. They were so good. Or excuse me, those yeah. NFL I, I had the same thing. I, I Growing up, my dad was a Dolphins Oof. fan. Uh, he's like a Dolphins and a Giants fan, primarily because the, the, the story goes that when he was a kid, the Jets, uh, uh, the, he had a, a, somebody in his neighborhood growing up in Brooklyn who was a Jets fan that he found really annoying. And the Dolphins were good. It was, it was like around the time of the 72 team where they were undefeated. So he just chose the Dolphins to because they were good and to piss off this kid. And then he just became a Dolphins fan. Then Marino came into play. You have Marino had this like big base of Italians in New York and New Jersey that were Dolphins fans because an Italian guy was was quarterbacking the team. Um, so that era also was like my dad was a Dolphins fan, and and now I guess he's more of a Giants fan. But I didn't really have a football team growing up because we just weren't. You know, we were a baseball house. We were a basketball house. Those were like the two sports that I remember watching. With Basically, a- anti-American. You know. Communist. At the, I mean, at the time, I didn't know, but yes, yes. I was, I was absolutely <laughs> part of the Taliban. There's no question about it. Um, but uh, eventually, I had the same thing. I, I liked the Tampa Bay Bucks for a, a brief period of time because I thought their logo was sick. They had like gold pants. They had a cool pirate flag thing, and then I realized that they represented Tampa Bay, which is among the trashiest places in this great nation. Uh, and I had to part ways with them and just adopt my local New York Jets. Hey, I just thought of something. Huh? Tampa's this just fun popped in my trash, head. though. Well, Mike, you were Go mentioning ahead. the Taliban. And I was just thinking back to yeah. the 2001 World Series. And the Yankees lost. Yeah. But I didn't even like, <laughs> I didn't even think about 9-11 during that. You know what I mean? Like, I can't believe how far past 9-11 I was by the time that series had started. At that point. And it was only, and it was only like over November, 9/11? you know? It's like, I was like way done with 9-11. You know, I was just like, all right, it's time to focus on, on the World Series. Right. They're That's still just a bunch of out of the rubble. <laughs> <laughs> right. They were, and I'm like, the Yankees are up. And you're just like, Fuck Randy Johnson, huh? Yeah, you're really biting your nails. Schilling really did it to you guys twice, mm. huh? 
04 and 01. Not good. Yeah, that um, fake bloody sock year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so a question I wanted to ask both of you guys as uh, New York fans that don't live in New York anymore. Uh, oh, what is it like to be in a city and root for teams that don't play in your city? I like it. I like it because it makes me a heel. You know, it makes me a heel. I yeah. wear Yankee regalia and Brooklyn stuff everywhere I go. And yeah. it makes me feel good about myself. It makes me feel better than most people that I see. And uh, particularly because it's Chicago and generally people here are reminiscing about championships one a lot of the times before I was born. Before um, our parents or when and I grandparents was, were born. You know, when I was barely potty trained. Um, right. It makes me feel relevant. It makes me feel alive. You know, mm-hmm. it's just obviously it's a little difficult because you can't just walk down to any bar and hang out with, you know, Yankee fans, the salt of the earth people. Right. That populate our, our great city. But um, <laughs> yeah, I like it for the for the quality of, of being a heel. You know, I'm, I think I'm a natural heel in a lot of ways. And I, I like yeah. to rub it in. Adam. Yeah, I would say being a Yankee fan in San Diego, it's in this in SoCal is just like being part of the elite. You know, it's, it's kind of like this club because everyone kind of comes from <laughs> New York and they moved to a better place to live a better life, but they still have the Yankees with them. <laughs> I went, I went to an angels game and it was all Yankees fans, you know, Shohei Hotani. He was hitting home runs. Yeah. He was throwing strikeouts. We all booed. We didn't give a fuck. Right. It's all about judgy, <laughs> judgy boy. <laughs> that's right. And that's Do the thing. You, you go to an angels game. Like it's a, a home game. It's a Yankees home game. Yeah. Well, I've heard that about a lot of places. I've heard that about uh, most of the Florida, uh, both American League and National League, uh, that there is just like if you go to if you go to Miami, there's just a bunch of Jewish Met fans that moved down from Queens that live there now. Same thing with Tampa, Tampa Bay, there's a bunch of Yankee fans that live in like, yeah, like like Boca and places like that. And they just go to the Yankee games and overwhelm these crowds. Yeah, because I think when you live in a place where the weather and the quality of life is really good, sports probably matter less, right? Is that fair to say? Miami, for sure. This is the thing. Again, uh, we're we're like, we're kind of stepping a little bit on the worst sports cities, but in terms of best sports cities, like some of the things that make them uh, great sports cities, not because they're like great actual sports cities where the franchises are good, it's just the fact that you have options to do other things. Yeah. It's like you don't necessarily ha- I mean maybe that makes it a bad sports city by by nature like in spirit because you don't have to live and die by a team. Like truthfully the Knicks are playing right now as we're taping this and I have it on the screen next next door. Uh they're losing by 1 point to Miami uh and they're down 0-1 in the series. Now I'm going <clears> to <throat> be pretty upset if the Knicks don't figure out a way to kind of like push through and get to the Eastern Conference Finals. However, uh, if they don't, I live in New York. I don't really care. I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to go to a, to a Michelin star restaurant this weekend. I'll do, mm-hmm. I'll do all sorts of things that sort of make me forget that the Knicks are going to lose. And I would imagine living in Miami is like that. Living in Los yeah, Angeles. Mike, I mean, is you're like living that. a life where you can go on a date with a model. You can go yep. to fashion week. You yep. can eat an omakase and you yep. can go see a real life Van Gogh. Yep. Not like the 
VR version, but yep. you could go see the real thing. You could do that all in one day. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, when that's when that's your reality, I mean, yes, yeah, sports still matter, but you don't live and die by the Detroit Lions. Exactly right. So, I mean, I, I do think it's it's fascinating that there are, uh, I mean, it's just like any other, uh, like, job market or just when you're picking a place to live, all of these things are a factor. And it's like, there's some places that you just get born into and stuck. And I think that you're just like stuck as a Milwaukee Bucks fan or you're stuck as a, you know, uh uh, Portland Trailblazers fan or whatever. You just kind of, and that's even not the, the worst case scenario. And we'll talk more about we'll this. We'll get when to we get, the worst case scenario. Yeah, when we get to, to, to the worst sports teams, uh, sports cities in America. But uh, in terms of the teams that we root for, we are right now in the, sw- the, the full swing of baseball season. Uh, we're at the tail end here of the NBA. We are at the tail end of the NHL and we're ramping up for the NFL, which is a 365 days a year league at this point. Um, let's start real quick with the Yankees because we can't do too much local stuff. This is like a worldwide show. We have to kind of have conversations that are a little bit broader. But listen, we may be talking cricket before you know it. You, you never know. <laughs> Especially well, if you're a Patreon be- subscriber. If if we're being honest here, we would really just rather do a show where we're talking about the Mets and the Yankees. Like we'd rather do a New York radio show. But uh, so we get it out of the way before people, you know, turn the show off because they live in Minnesota or whatever. Uh, well, let me just we want you to listen. listen if you're in Minnesota, we just don't really care about where you live. <laughs> Adam, what do you got? So another great thing about being a Yankees fan on the West Coast is all the games are over. Okay, by seven o'clock. I start them early, I end them, I take a bath, I cry, I slowly let myself bleed out. <laughs> Every day. Every single day. Um, all right, so let, before, we, uh, before we jump here, let's talk about the, uh, let's look at the over and unders for the Mets and the Yankees from the beginning of the year. Oh, um, man. So I want to know how you guys are feeling about the Yankees, who's over uh, over under was 94 and a half wins this year. Do you think that they are going to hit that? No, that's that's they're going under. I'm going to say they're going to turn it um, around. All right. Judge is going to get healthy. Why again. do you feel that way? Stanton's coming back. Bader just came back. We got uh, fucking Severino is is her. He's coming back. Severino, that sounds kind of Italian, doesn't it? But it's, it's uh, Dominican. Severino, hey. It does. I always thought he was Italian, and then I saw he was black. <laughs> um, who else do we got? Uh, <laughs> fucking Rodone. That piece. Rodone is like the the new age Pavano. He's, that's what he's going to be. He's if anyone gr- remembers, like, anyone remembers Carl gr- Pavano, it's like the same contract. It's going to be the same situation. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of bullpen like, people. He's got a, uh, yeah. It's uh, oh man, I don't know. I I don't. The thing with baseball, the season is such a grind that if you've been this plagued by injuries this early on, that's tough because like yeah. you're gonna have those nagging injuries that pile up in like you know July and August just because of the wear and tear. So if you have guys going down this early already, that's I mean that is alarming. True. And the other. Th- Faster it's the same is guys. That teams get hot quickly. Yeah. 
If you, you have, have a have, judge, six seven, you know, he's an NBA player sliding like the way he is. I mean, come on, man. I know yeah. you got all this guaranteed money, but come on. Yeah, and you guys are are fighting off the Rays. Well, not fighting off the Rays. The Rays are fighting off you. The the Rays got off to such a hot start, a historically hot start, that in baseball you get buried quick, man. Like this is the thing. It's kind of amazing last year with in the Mets scenario where the Braves had such a uh, a rocky start after winning the World Series, uh, and then they just came back and they competed with the Mets all year. The Mets had the lead by like a hair for most of the season, and then the last. I don't know, five games of the season, the fucking Mets blow it. But, I mean, it's usually pretty hard to come back from that lukewarm of a start and make a serious run and eventually win a division. So, I mean, that's the other thing that's hurting the Yankees. Uh, I don't see how the Yankees, they're going to have to make some sort of move and get some sort of get some bats, bro. I mean, hitting, it's the man. same story every year. Like, I mean, it's every year. You, I'm like, fire Boone, get rid of Cashman, switch it up, you know. And then every year, it's like, oh Boone, yeah, we're gonna give Boone one more chance. And it's like, cat, you know, it's the same shit. So it's like, and then there's the same result. <laughs> but every year is the same result. It's like Stanton's injured, this guy's injured. You know, it's every, it's the same fucking yeah. thing. And we always miss like by a little bit. And it seems like that's what's gonna happen again. Stanton and when I talk to people hurt, around yeah. here in Chicago, I'm like, yeah, you know, the Yankees haven't won in 14 years now. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, yeah, it must be really tough. And I'm like, yeah, it is tough. <laughs> it is tough. You know what I mean? It's like when if, if you inherit millions of dollars and then somehow you get evicted from your apartment, yeah, that's going to be a lot harder than somebody who went from living in a shelter to then being homeless. Okay? Right. So... Because you're used to a certain standard. Yeah, you're used to a certain quality of life. You're used to a certain standard of living. And when that's taken away from you, it hurts. Yeah. Yeah, it's like when I had a six-pack during the pandemic and then I got fat. And, <laughs> and exactly. I said, yeah, this is harder than being fat all the time. Because chicks were looking at me and they were saying, whoa, look at that torso. Now they're saying, whoa, look uh, at that yeah, torso. Yeah, I'm... I'm that's right Uh, I'm looking at the Mets over under here Uh, start of the season they were also 94 and a half uh, and they are not going to hit that I'm telling you right now man there is no fucking way I'm watching this Mets team and I'm texting with my dad who uh, is constantly just pissed about New York sports it's great Um, obviously tonight some of the, the great texts that have been coming in. I can't believe the refs are letting the heat get away. I can't believe what the refs are letting the heat get away with. <laughs> I hate it the when refs. the refs do that. Yeah. We need a text but, uh, window. 94 and a half games from on the, the show. From my dad? Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll pop some in and post and just tell him that he's uh he's a part of the show now. <laughs> but um uh, I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, the Mets are an old ass fucking team. They were old last year. They didn't really get any younger. They brought back all, <laughs> all the same players except Degrom, who's also hurt. I mean, yeah, you, you gotta feel at? at least at least they didn't waste money on Degrom, right? No, well, they got yeah, Verlander but the thing hurt. is, they wasted money on Verlander, who's already hurt. Yeah, who didn't right. play, pitch yet? Yeah, so yeah, I mean, yeah, like, uh, yeah, I guess they did the same right. thing. It's not great. All yeah, around. I mean, I think if the Mets had had Correa, it would have it would have made some sort of difference uh, and that would have been nice, but I, I, it just, I don't think it, they don't, 
They don't have enough pitching at all. These guys are constantly hurt. Scherzer uh, has been like kind of up and down. And then this is this kind of seems like the year where everything just goes wrong. Whereas last year for the Mets, it felt like the year where everything went right. Yeah, like same thing with the Yankees. I mean, you know, between yeah. uh, Nestor just having this this kind of you know breakout season, and then Judge having the you know the the best year really of any hitter in fucking who knows how long. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Terrible. I mean, the Yankees right, so lineup is abysmal. So. Uh, it seems like it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. Um, it seems like we're both pretty lukewarm on our baseball teams. Well, Adam's optimistic, but you know. We'll see how that goes in the coming weeks. But uh, right now, we're going to take a quick break. You guys are aware. Pick that up. So now, the audience, you guys are aware. You have a basic understanding of, of us before we jump into talking about sports and our p- potentially problematic points of views on some things. Potentially? Uh, potentially <laughs> problematic views on Probably. some things sports. Definitely. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, speaking of pop problematic viewpoints, we're going to be talking about Joel and Joel Embiid winning the MVP over uh, Nikola Jokic. We have some some things to say about that. Blah, blah, blue winning over <laughs> blue, blah, NBA. blah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk NBA when we come back. Stay tuned. All right, guys, there's some NBA talk that must be spoken. Joel Embiid wins his first uh, NBA MVP about two hours before we sat down to tape this, um, which I thought was, you know, very well deserved. He probably could have won it last year also. But um, this this year, I think, was the year he really made Philadelphia go. They they were a great second half team uh, in had a great second half of the season. Uh, and now they're in the playoffs, and it looks like if he's hurt, if he doesn't come back, they might be in trouble against the Celtics, even though they did win game one. So I think it was fair. The other guy that was really the the only other real contender, I think, by the end of the season was Nikola Jokic, who has won the MVP the last two years. Uh, so he could have been one of the, the, I think, the first player to win three in a row. Uh, it had to be since Michael Jordan. Since Magic. Oh, right? oh Larry Bird. It was Larry Bird. Already getting my facts wrong. Episode one. So hey. Michael Jordan never won. Three <laughs> oh no, times it's magic, right? No, it's Larry Bird. Oh yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that would have been a huge deal, obviously. Um, and we were kind of talking. We, we've had this conversation a few times off mic about um, how how mad I would have been if Jokic would have won it, and it really has very little to do with his statistics. But I really do think there is. There is like deep in me, there is like a jingoistic, like hope that he doesn't win an MVP award. And I don't know why I cannot put my finger on it, but like the Slavic basketball players, even my finger back is on to it. like your fingers on it. Oh yeah. What do you my think it is on it? Listen, we're very, as, as the sports group. And I think I do speak for the group here. Okay. Always. We're getting a little sick of these foreign NBA players <laughs> coming in and taking MVP awards away from hardworking American basketball players. That's it's right. been five years now since an American-born NBA player 
has had the honor of being called named the MVP. Yeah. And it just, you know, it really burns me up. Bring it home, baby. Bring it home. Bring that award home. I need it in my, I need that. My country needs an award. (laughs) Do you also feel like, I mean, every, all the things that have uh, come out about Jokic and how he feels about the award, whether it's true or not, whether it's like fake humility. Yeah. Well, he just kind of, all of his his quotes around the award are that like, well, I don't really care. Like, it's not really that big of a deal. You should kind of care. I, I kind of want my MVP to care a little bit about winning the MVP award. Yeah. I don't think it's bad to want to win the MVP. No, it's not. Like to also, me, it's and- weird because it it affects your contract status, right? Like it affects like if winning MVPs, winning, uh, being named like first team All Pro. You yeah. know, there's like certain implications for your max deal can be higher. So I don't know. I mean, listen, Jokic grew up in a war torn. Serbia or whatever. So he can't tell me that he doesn't care about being the MVP and getting all this extra money and accolades. All right. Yeah. Give me a fucking break. I don't want to hear it. I mean, that's the one thing that I found extremely endearing about Joel Embiid during this whole process is that he's like been vocal about the fact that he wants to be the MVP. That he's like working hard to win the MVP. I don't think it makes you not a winner to want to win an individual award and also want to win an NBA championship. Like, I don't think that that, I think one is a means to an end to the other, you know? Ideally, you want to be the the, the NBA MVP on the championship team. And you want to be the and finals it, MVP because exactly. you won the finals. Yeah, so it's like, I don't know. I don't, listen, obviously, I'm slightly kidding about the European, being mad at the Europeans winning these awards, you know? Slightly. But, um, I'm glad you put slightly in front of it. Yeah. Yeah. But I, uh, kind of, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to hear that. Like, oh, it doesn't matter that much to know when that's not how he sounds. He obviously sounds way worse with his, yeah. his Bosnian accent, but of course. Um, yeah, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. Yeah. I mean, Adam, do you, do you care? I mean, it's really the only sport that I, that first off, there are no foreign hmm. people in football. So that, that, it's, that doesn't matter. But nobody, but, quarterbacks win the MVP in football anyway, white right. and black. That's essentially, those are the two that you're dealing with in baseball though. There are Hispanic players who, who win the individual awards. And for some reason it makes, I don't even think about it. And honestly, the other times, <laughs> the other times that, that like, like black foreign players have won uh, awards like Hakeem Olajuwon or Joel or G- or Giannis or players like that. I'm, I don't even think about it. But for whatever reason, it's specific. And I don't know if this is our upbringing where it's like, I truthfully, man, I, Jokic plays the game pretty cool. Like he's a center. Oh, yeah. He's he, very fun to watch. He's very yeah, smooth. He really is. And it, it's, I, I'm like ashamed that I feel this way. But like when I see him, I think of Ivan Drago and I think of those like, like the, when we grew up, it was like, like, I don't know. Do you guys still feel like you hate Russia? Yeah, I mean, to me, he kind of represents uh, everything that's that's wrong with the world. You know, it is he's like the <laughs> ultimate foreign villain. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just I don't know. Maybe I'm just going back. To, it's my days growing up in the Cold War when we had to do the the bomb raid drills um, yeah. and hide under the desks, you know? Yeah. Um, but I don't know. He reminds me of Kim Jong-un a bit as well. And uh, of course, naturally. I don't know. There's just there's something about it that really bothers me. I feel like if he wins another MVP, we might be on the verge of nuclear war. 
Yeah, it's a sign of that, the, the end times. That part of the world, it's just so bizarre. Like, they have, like, like you know, in New York, you go clubbing, right? You go to these clubs, you wait out, and, like, everyone... But they're, like, the clubs just seem dirty, and it's, like, you're just in... The, you know, it's, like, the DJ plays. You don't know who it is. You're there all night long. It's, like, these parties. They just have these fucking parties out there where it's, like... Every weekend is some wild like party because where they live is such trash. So they have to, you know, get all drugged up and fucking <laughs> like, you know, paint each other for 36 hours straight while rolling on Molly. Is this what's happening in Serbia? I don't know, man. They're I like to paint my own pictures. Molly? I like to create my own storylines, right? <laughs> Where's also I, I've I've I think I've said Jokic is from three different places. I've never been to already. Europe. Where is okay. he actually from? <laughs> he's Serbian. He's <laughs> he's actually from Serbia. We mentioned oh, Bosnia no at some point. Yeah, he's Serbian. Or, or okay. yeah, he's Serbian. It's um, just he yeah, looks it's, it's a really so weird thing. Ugly and wet. But I do res- I do like watching <laughs> play basketball. Dude, do yeah. you remember that time we went to uh Matt, you I, it was your birthday, I think, Matt. And uh for the listeners, we we have a friend named Tony Brooklyn mm-hmm. who is a uh what do you how would you describe this man? I mean he's point? he's a Ukrainian goon. Yeah. Um, you know, often drunk um at all hours of the day. You can um, describe him as often drunk or rarely sober. Either yes. one works. <laughs> Pretty dangerous in in theory, like not dangerous to us, but like you know has lived a pretty dicey life. You know, uh, yeah. There is there is a time for Matt's birthday one year where we were deep in Brooklyn. We were in somewhere around like I don't know, maybe it was Canarsie or somewhere. Oh, over I there. remember this night and. I was there. We right? were in, yeah, Adam, you were there too. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You I forgot there, you were yeah, there. Yeah. We, were in, Tony's we were at this, this like Russian nightclub. Yeah. Tony's ex-wife was there. And we had this, we had this experience where it was like, that was the kind of club that I think it's of. Bay Ridge. The, the story that you were just telling, Adam. Yeah, like Bay Ridge, where it's like, I remember there was just there was a feeling of danger mm-hmm. wherever we were. It was one of those places where it was just like it was trashy enough. Where it felt unsafe, but there was no real reason for it to feel unsafe other than the yeah, fact it was like that, this like, was like 2018, 2017, yeah. and people were smoking indoors yes. in New York. Yeah. It was like yeah. yeah, it was it was a it was a bygone world. We, we everybody was Eastern European, and there just mm-hmm. there just felt like an element of danger. And I guess that is what I think of when I think of uh, Nikola Jokic as like a uh, like a pedestrian fan. I think of just like, to top. Just to add to that, what I think, you know, because I agree with you, Mike, I think like to when I think of Jokic, it's like what like people in Russia, when they do something like they, you know, they put they play those weird ass games where it's like, let's have a contest where I punch you. I smash a bottle over your head and then you smash a bottle over my head. (laughs) And it's like they film it and put it on YouTube and like, and the winner gets a potato. Right. And the the winner gets a potato. It's, it's, that's just like the lifestyle there. It's, it's, it's harsh. Yeah. 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 It's really weird, man. So I guess we should be happy for Jokic at the end of the day, but it, maybe it's just like, because his life's been so hard and he's, you know, he lost his family in the war as a kid. He's just like it's harder for him to be happy. Do we know that he lost his family in the war as a kid? Oh, I everything I've said about him is untrue. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know right. any. I didn't even know where he was from. Yeah, right, right, right. So, <laughs> so hilarious. All right, let's talk about the actual NBA here for a minute. Uh, not that Jokic is not part of the actual NBA, but we were, you know, guys, it's all a bit. We're just doing a bit. We it's don't all, actually hate Serbians. Yeah, it's all for the, the clicks, uh, you know. That sports group, isn't it, boys? Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. Uh, Pseudo-racism right. against other whites? That's sports <laughs> Only against whites, though. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so the NBA, I would have to imagine, is thrilled at the way the playoffs have have shaken out right now. If, if I started, I was thinking about it today before when we were prepping. I was, I was like watching ESPN. I was thinking about the teams that were in the markets that are in there. They have Golden State, which is San Francisco. They have Los Angeles, which is Los Angeles. They have, they have the New York Knicks. So they have New York. They have Miami. Uh, they have Boston. They have Philadelphia. They have Denver and they have, uh, Phoenix all in the playoffs right now. So the teams that could have sort of upset the apple cart, uh, and been small market teams that would have made some sort of push. They're gone. Sacramento is gone. Thank uh, Bucks. Milwaukee is gone. Yeah. They're gone. Ugh. Sacramento. Um, Memphis gone. Yeah. All have these you places ever, are gone. I mean, Adam, I, not that you live close to there, but uh, have you ever met anyone from there living in California? Do you know what it's like? Met anyone from Sacramento? It's just like a mass city. It's yeah. like it's like a mediocre. I, you know what? I've never been there, and I've never really officially met anyone there. But it is exactly like Albany, New York. I would say it's the Albany of the West Coast. Is okay. it that like? Uh, depressing. Albany reminds me of like Gotham City. Yeah, there's probably clouds most of the time. The people are, you know, they like their really? two cent beers. It's 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 low quality folk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get. But it. they're close to Tahoe. All right, well, if we're looking at the numbers here, that's that's nice. Uh, let's look at the numbers here real quick. According to to the NBA, TNT, ESPN, I had to get off it, Adam. It wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> According to the NBA, TNT, ESPN, and ABC, uh, they were the most watched networks in primetime by viewers 50 years old and under uh, for 13 of the 14 nights in which games were aired, NBA games. The first round averaged 3.4 million viewers per night, which was the highest for the NBA in nine years. Games on ESPN and ABC averaged 4.5 million viewers. That is the Disney family of networks highest rated first round since they reacquired NBA broadcasting rights in 2002. So obviously things are going really well for the NBA, despite the fact that I feel like all the conversations that we end up having is that there are nights when you watch it and it feels like the NBA is kind of in a bad place because of the load management, because uh, the the stars are becoming more and more increasingly unrelatable to people. They don't stay in these these markets for very long and on these teams for very long. They're just swapping trading places. Uh, it seems like it's it's difficult for people of our generation or older to like that aspect of the NBA. But I guess maybe younger people just like players and don't care about the teams as much. So are you guys watching? Does this feel like sort of a dream scenario for the NBA in your eyes? Because is it the play? Uh, do you think the games are good? Or is it literally just they finally have the biggest markets that they can in the playoffs making deep runs. Biggest market, that, LeBron and the Warriors. And, and you know, the Knicks obviously are a draw too. So I would say right. that's what it is. 
Yeah, I mean, I still think that the NBA playoffs are too long and drawn out. Like every series doesn't need to be a seven game series. Like, you know, it's like Butler's not playing. It's like there's always it's just so long. It's like the stars get injured. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think right. the f- first round of the NBA playoffs should just be like uh, one game to 21 by ones and twos. And <laughs> yeah. then the That'd be like a 45 round- minute game. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, nobody's going to get hurt. <laughs> it's great. All and right. then second round, five game series, uh, conference finals, seven games, and then uh, finals, seven games. That's my, uh, my contribution to. I mean, I think you could make the point at this point in time that the, the NBA season is too long, especially yeah. if these guys are sitting and it's kind of bullshit, man. Like the, like if you look at the golden state series, uh, Memphis, uh, they had a little bit of bad luck with Ja hurting his, his hand in the first game. Um, but Memphis was the, the higher seed. They were the, the two seed I, I, or the three seed, I think, mm-hmm. um, playing golden state who felt like they were just played Los Angeles, not really paying it. Oh, no. oh, you're right. My bad. Sacramento play Golden State. Golden State and L.A. I mean, L.A., LeBron was trying his ass off to get the, the Lakers into the to the playoffs the whole season. But I feel like Golden State uh, was on cruise control for most of the year. And they just get into the playoffs and they just go in and they kick the shit out of, the, of Sacramento. I, was, I mean, they went seven games, but still, it's like... Did you really think Sacramento was going to beat the, the Warriors? I didn't. No, I mean, like, honestly, it's one of the biggest mistakes of my entire life is not betting the Warriors to win the series when they were down 2-0. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, did anybody have faith in this te- like ragtag team of children beating the mm. war-torn, uh, war-battle-ready uh, Golden State Warriors? I didn't. No, so, uh, not at all. I don't know. I think you could probably shorten the, se- the season at this point and just if the playoffs are going to be this long... I mean, I know I just maybe start they lose at the some playoffs. money on it, but it's like you can't start at the playoffs. The, se- the regular season has to have some sort of value. Maybe you have it's a 10 just- game regular season. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then a 50 game playoff season. One, yeah. one weekend, one weekend <laughs> for the regular season, three months for the playoffs. Every team. How about that? Every team makes the playoffs. It's just the regular season is just to seed the playoffs for every yeah. team. Mm. And if you won, like if if you if you were like a top two seed the year before, you don't even have to play the regular season. You just get a bye. No well, one's following th- what I'm saying. This is nonsense. <laughs> 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 of all the teams that made it into the playoffs this year, I do feel like this was the first season that like the play-in tournament actually ended up really mattering because you had the, the Heat now making sort of a run. The Knicks are yeah. up four with a minute left in this game. So fingers crossed that they close this out. But like. I mean, they ended up being the the eight seed, you know, and they, they took have more, down You have more one. parity in the NBA than, than in a very long time, which is good. Yeah, right. So I guess the question is, does the NBA really is just trying to be soccer in, uh, anyway? That's like their model that they're trying to copy. Would the NBA benefit from from like relegating teams? Like if Houston or San Antonio kind of rolled teams out the way they did this year and they just kind of disregarded the whole season would it be all right to to say like all right we're bringing up one of these g, g league teams and like the the iowa city ants are gonna gonna play uh the miami heat to start the season would that be and interesting I, to yeah you? like adam absolutely. how do we win you as a I'll casual you- fan <laughs> uh you haven't lost me i i still i watch like you know every now and again it's 
I listen, I would say if someone doesn't want to try, like just cancel their fucking season. Like, you know, the Dallas Mavericks, like just cancel it should have the whole season. they should be canceled next year. Let's cancel. So, yeah, right, I, you know what? I, yeah. I think what should happen <laughs> is those players, they should, they, their contracts should be voided. They have to go play in college, you know, <laughs> see where they can get accepted right. to. Yeah. Uh, they don't get an academic scholarship. They get in on grades only. So right. they got to go back to college and now they have no money. They got to make all their money off of uh, the NIL contracts and, uh, you know, let, let's see what they could do. Dude, could you imagine that if the, if we were just like if they're like Kyrie, you have to take a year off and you have to go back to Duke. You'll you're you have three more years of eligibility, and you know nobody in the NBA will touch you after this Dallas thing. Like, and that's imagine wild. Ky- Kyrie went, Kyrie went to Duke. Yeah. Think about all the wild, dumb things he said. Duke yeah. is like an unofficial Ivy League school. Yep. Well, it didn't. He wasn't there for that long. Yeah, he was there. For How a much year. of an education can you get playing one season of basketball and then going to the NBA? Fair. You know? So, Adam, you wouldn't change anything. Screen. The only thing that you'd like to see... That- <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I think it's time to take a break, and then we're, we have the segment that we've been teasing this entire oh, yeah. episode. Oh, the segment yeah. that really defines what Sports Group is all about. When we come back, we will finally make a decision on the most depressing sports city in America. Don't go away. And we're back on the sports group. Um, obviously, we're very negative people. And we're very negative <laughs> about the way that we interpret sports. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? <laughs> I mean, listen, uh, negative, realistic, pessimist, yes. uh, you know, tomato, tomato. <laughs> it's like that Louis C.K. So I was, uh, like, I, we're prepping. He's like optimistic people that. They're just stupid. That's what optimism is. It's just being stupid. <laughs> uh, so I'm watching the Mets before uh, the show starts. Like we're, we're prepping the show. I have it on in the background while I'm looking for some stuff. And uh, they are in the midst of being rained out for their, I don't know, fourth time in the last six days. They're in Detroit. And Keith Hernandez and Gary Cohen are sort of doing their their standing shot. And they're talking about. You know, they, they like a quick recap on how the Mets are doing. And then they're showing shots of the field and the tarp on the field in Detroit. Love the rain shot of the field when no one's playing on it. Yep. Yep. Love Uh, that. And they're just kind of talking about Detroit and people are funneling into the stadium and they're like, we think we'll have baseball, but we'll see. It's starting to rain a little bit harder. We'll let you know. It should only be like a 25 minute delay. Of course, it gets rained out, but. They're just showing Detroit and the people that are coming in and the rain. And it's just got me thinking, man, what are the most depressing sports cities in America? Uh, and I pinged you guys. I said, is this a topic that we want to do? Everybody was on board, obviously, because it's something that we think about all the time uh, and talk about in our group chat. You know, absolutely. Group, it's group uh, chat. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things. If in a lot of these places. You know, if, if you don't have hope yeah. in life, at least, at least you might have a team that could win a championship, right? That would be the hope. Um, but, but, I mean, you never know. So it's America. Uh, there's really only a couple of good places to live in this country. And then the rest of the country is, you know, just kind of there. But 
We made a criteria here for uh, what would qualify a team to be the worst, most depressing sports city uh, in America. So obviously having a championship drought is part of it. When, you know, if your team just, if your city just won a championship, the likelihood of you being on this list is a lot lower. Uh, city GDP, because that matters, you know, again, like we were talking before, if you live in New York City, uh, it doesn't really matter if your sports team is doing well, because we're the number one GDP in the country. So fuck you. Uh, food. Am I going to be able to get some some quality eats while I'm in town? Nightlife. Am I going to be able to get some quality hanging out and dancing? And well, I don't know, whatever you do in what? nightlife. I don't really go out that much. Uh, <laughs> Mike, you don't go to the disco too often. It is no. a weird thing. Like like clubbing, I, I, it's it's one of those things. You know, when you get to be a certain age, you're just like, what are you? What are what are you people doing? Yeah, but, it's it's very strange, but it does matter. It is it is a hook for some people, just not us, you know. Um, and then obviously our last two here, we have how much does the rest of the country hate their fan base? Slash, would you be embarrassed to be a part of that fan base? And of hmm. course, as always, the last one that is important to all of us are the chicks who live in that city hot. Mm-hmm. That's I mean that that might be you know that is the epitome of last but not least. Last right. but not least, it's got to be a factor. Um, now, gentlemen, have you made your list? Do you have a number one? Because I have, oh, yeah. I, I have, a, I have a short list, and I have an outside looking in honorable mention. Um, we can go. I have a number want. one. If you guys have, I can't stop thinking about it. Can I share, Matt? Do you have? Do you have a list, or do you have? A, do you have one? Uh, I mean, I've got two. Um, so I did my, my criteria was like major cities, right? Okay. Um, so, I mean, there's one, obviously like Buffalo is definitely, Mm. um, Mm. it is definitely on here in some capacity. The only thing is like Buffalo is not a real city. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. Buffalo is a big town. What's the population of Buffalo? Let's look. Cause we didn't, we didn't really figure population into this. Right. Buffalo population. All right. So the population of Buffalo is 276,000 and they have, they have a, you know, multiple professional sports teams, right? What's the population of Camden, New Jersey? I bet you it's more. Okay. No, 71,000. So that's, that's, that's not, that's not a lot. Uh, Let's go with Newark. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's still valid. It's still valid. (laughs) All right. So Newark has more people than Buffalo. And I would venture to say Newark is a better city than Buffalo. Um, Really? All things considered, I've never gone to Buffalo. But what is what is Buffalo contributed to like the national discourse or like the culture? Wings? Wings. So they claim. But I mean, can anyone even prove that? Do we really know that they they invented wings? It's a good question. I doubt they you know, do. I don't know if we can prove that. It's like when a politician tells you that that more people, uh, you know, the economy is better, but then everyone you know is broke. It's like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> is the economy better? Yeah. Uh, also, Buffalo is known for a, something called a garbage plate. Oh, yeah. That's you, like a you guys uh, have heard Western of this? New York thing. Yes. They're yeah. disgusting. So uh, Sounds garbage like a fat plate, sandwich. home fries, macaroni, 
Yeah, it, it's worse. It's Home way worse. fries, macaroni <laughs> yeah. salad, baked beans, and French Ugh. fries topped with meats of the customer's choice. So essentially, <laughs> just a bunch of soft food on a plate. And they say, you go in order and they say, here's your garbage. And they give it <laughs> <Right>. to you. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, they could have called it a garbage plate or poor people leftovers. They went with garbage plate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's scraps. the same thing. It's a shit plate. The, the, the it's got leftovers a bunch of from the buffet. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's our delicacy. It's our, it's our local delicacy. It's a trash fuck shit tits plate. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt is Buffalo bon number one. No, honestly, Buffalo. I mean, in hindsight, maybe they should have been. But they weren't even. <laughs> they didn't even crack the top them. <laughs> um, I, But I mean, honestly, I guess I was I was somewhat blinded by how good the Bills have been the past couple years. Yeah. But uh, it, I mean, if the criteria is like I've never been to Buffalo, I can't imagine the women there look great. Um, mm-hmm. Our other criteria, GDP. I mean, how much money are you making selling garbage plates and wings? Probably not that much. Yeah. Um, it's just, it seems like a nightmare of a place. You hear those stories about how many people die in the snow there. It's just not a place anybody would want to live. I've never met anybody who moved to Buffalo and I'm yeah. someone who moved to Chicago. There's a Reddit, there's a Reddit for best garbage plate in Buffalo. Oh my God. These people are, they're so lost. Yeah. This is one of the cities that we were talking about before where it's like, you're born there, you're stuck there. You kind of don't have much of a choice. Listen to if this you person out, from great. the Reddit. This person says, so I'm a Ro- Rochesterian in Buffalo Oof. for the summer, and I'm really missing this staple. I just got a plate at Allen Street Poutine, and although the Mac salad was amazing, the meat sauce was actually just sloppy <laughs> joe. <laughs> Imagine your life is is that it was uh, sloppy Joe instead of meat sauce on your garbage plate. You know what? I don't even need to go any further. Buffalo <laughs> is my number one most depressing sports city. They don't even have an NBA team. They don't have an MLB. They only have two teams: the Sabers, which are terrible, and the yep. Bills, who you know can't seem to ever get over the hump. So between yeah. that. The women that I think are probably horrible and the fact that everyone dies in the snow and eats a garbage plate. <laughs> Buffalo is my number one. Well, they do fall under the criteria of of uh, embarrassing um, sports fans. I mean, would you want to be a Bills oh. fan given everything you've seen on the Internet? Would you want to be a the part Bills of the mafia? Bills mafia? Right. This is the question. Like, does the rest of the country think you guys are assholes? Kind of. I, I would say Absolutely. You know, um, so Buffalo, I didn't even really think of Buffalo when I was making this list. I kind Most of people forget don't. about them, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, it, I was thinking of teams that have like two major sports uh, franchises. And obviously yeah. they have the Bills, which the NFL kind of is like having two major sports franchises. Um, yeah. yeah, the Bills and they, the Sabres, they had, that's it. They had the, right. they they had the Blue Jays that team. one year. Right, <laughs> because because nobody <laughs> could get into the country because of the vaccines. Yeah. Um. So, all right, my list. I'll give you my my honorable mention here. Oh, wow, and it's going right. to be controversial. I thought about it. Honorable mention, Chicago. Mm. I can't argue against it, Mike. 
I mean, listen, man. Chicago is famously a loser sports town. The Bears are always bad, except for 85. The, I mean, the Cubs just won that World Series after, what, 110 years? Yeah, I mean, there. I think there was like one person alive in the world who had seen yeah. both. Right. The White Sox are the Mets of Chicago. They always suck. They have that 2003 World Series, oh, I think. Oh, three. Yeah, right. Because oh, when four the, was the Red Sox. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, three. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the Black Sox. And, that's all. I mean, from for. everything I'm hearing about these winters, Matt. The Blackhawks, uh, they did win three, yeah. right in the the mid. Um, and the Bulls, what is that? What is the last decade? The twenty teens. Yeah, I mean, but the, the Bulls, Bulls haven't been good since Michael Jordan was there. Right, right. they had that one so, year with Derrick Rose. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wrote this down when I was doing my research, uh, and and I wrote this down because of Chicago. I said, what's worse? A fan reminiscing about a championship from 25 years ago or the guy at the bar talking about being a high school athlete. And that kind of sums up <laughs> Chicago sports. I hate to say it, but, yeah. you know, yeah, Cubs 2016, Blackhawks around the same time were good. Um, but, yeah, aside from that, it's, it's uh, hey, remember Jordan? Right. So it's not – if we've been having this conversation sometime in the in the early 2000s or the late 90s, they wouldn't be in the honorable mention because of the Bulls dynasty. But yeah, we're right. going on 20 plus years since that happened. Uh, 98. Only, yeah. So 25 years on the, on the dot. Yeah. Yeah. You can only rest on your laurels for so long. Um, but they weren't depressing enough to be any like really on the list. It was just something that I thought of because they are a major city. And in, in terms of the other criteria, like they're high on the GDP list. There's shit to do in Chicago. The the winter is miserable, but like it's incredibly else, entertaining. Just you know, Lori yeah. Lightfoot alone. I mean, you know, there's tons of stuff to see here. Yeah. So, all right. I my other my my bottom three were Indianapolis, who was a hot front runner for number one. I, I mean, forgot talk they about even a place existed. Sucks. Yeah, I they forgot have, they even existed. They have a football team. Uh, they have a basketball team. Uh, I don't, I don't think they have a hockey team, right? They don't have a baseball team. Yeah, no, they, uh, think you're they right. suck. They suck. The Pacers have never won an NBA championship. Uh, the Colts have won as the Indianapolis Colts, right? It's just that Peyton Manning championship. Yeah, Peyton you know, Manning funny, made too, that city into what it is. Peyton yeah. Manning should be the, the mayor. Yeah, dude. Whenever I think of where Indianapolis is on a map, I don't even think it's in Indiana for some reason. I, I picture it; it's just like in my mind, it's in the South, like it's 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 near North Carolina for some <laughs> weird fucking reason. <laughs> so I'm like, it's so irrelevant yeah. that I'm giving it a little bit it, more so relevance in my fantasies. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, right, right. Maybe they were a part of the Civil War in your fantasies or something. <laughs> I once met a person from Indianapolis and I was like, what, what should I do if I go there? And they had no answer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. So they, they were on the list and they were coming in hot for number one, but they didn't get number one. Um, Minneapolis also tight contender. I mean, no, uh, they have a <laughs> the world Korea championships thing. from the nineties. The, well, the Korea thing, but like, I mean, talk about the Vikings, 
Uh, One of the biggest perpetual disappointments in all of sports, the Minnesota Vikings. Just horrible. Uh, No Super Bowls, right? Nope. Never, never even. I don't know that they've, I don't think they've been to one. They they got to the NFC Championship with Culpepper and Moss, right? Yeah. I believe. Made a Uh, a handful of playoff runs. Horrible name. The Purple People Leaders. Yeah. The horrible name and I think horrible team. Um, I don't think they have a Stanley Cup. And the T Wolves are just always, always you know. terrible. Mm. Stars don't want to go and play there unless they're unless they get they fail physicals and two other for two other teams, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, and I mean, you want to talk about just and they still I mean, took what him is back. Doing Minnesota, <laughs> and they still took him back. He was like, "Oh, guys, I w- I didn't I didn't want to leave in the first place. This was always my home." It's like <laughs> that classic scene uh, where someone's me. like. It's like when someone's like, do I have a volunteer? And Minnesota's like, here, here. And they're like, anyone, anyone at all. And Minnesota's <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so Minnesota was on the list, but still not number one. Then, of course, we had Philadelphia. Now, mm. Uh, mm. Philadelphia, as you both know, is a city that I hate dearly. Uh, it's a city that nothing good has ever happened to me in. Um, anytime I've ever been there, um, the last time I was there, the minute I stepped out of the car, I said, man, I never have a good feeling anytime I'm in Philadelphia. And about six minutes later, a bird shit on my head. Uh, mm. I hate that place. And listen, I know the Eagles won a Super Bowl, uh, less than five years. Was it five years ago on the nose now? 2017, right? 2017. So you have 2017, the Phillies won in Oh nine. Mm-hmm. Right. No, they made it last year. Then the Phillies right. won in 08. 08. They made it last year, but they didn't win. The Flyers. Um, and you have the Sixers who are constantly a fucking train wreck. Uh, this year, they this look year good. They're, they're making a run. They do. They're not going to win the championship, though, which means that the Sixers haven't won a championship since sometime in the early 80s. Um, not exactly title town. And mm-hmm. listen, I've always said about Philadelphia that it's a East Coast city that belongs in the Midwest because the food there is total, <laughs> total pig slop. Uh, we've had this conversation a million yeah. times. Philadelphia, Philly cheesesteaks. Most overrated. Sit on it. Yeah. Most overrated a lot of food these, item, I think. A lot of these cities, they have like, you know, you get older. It's like it's like children's food, right? It's like the grease trucks at Rutgers, you know. It, it's a bunch of shit that like you eat when you're feeling sad that you shove in your face and they put it in a fucking one like a one bite type of deal and that's like what a lot of these cities their claim is like because they got nothing else it's like it's the slop pile it's the you know it's whatever (laughs) the cheese steak yeah or it's something where it's it's not even unique the difference is when you when you're in when you're in college and you're just eating this stuff hammered at 3 a.m., that's acceptable. You're making yes. bad decisions because you're young and right. you're silly. But yeah. in these places we're talking about, this is shit people are getting on their lunch break on a Tuesday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like these people are eating a garbage plate when they, <laughs> you know, they're leaving Midlands Bank yeah. for their 30-hour lunch break in the middle yeah. of the week. Their 30-hour lunch break? 30-hour? <laughs> <30 laughs> 30 minute yeah. lunch break. We'll edit that out. Well, here's we'll a, and, and the last uh, thing I'll say about <laughs> last thing I want to say about that is all these cities. It's like, yeah, you could get a thin slice ribeye from the supermarket and get some American cheese and a hero roll. You can make the damn cheese steak 
anywhere in the fucking world. It's not unique. There's nothing about yep. Philly's not raising these like super special cows that you're getting the meat from or like, you know, milk. It. It's it's yeah, it's trash. But you got to understand, Adam, at those these places that they haven't truly cleaned the grill in 25 years. That's right. You know? that's, so that's, that's where the, the flavor. flavor comes from. That's that extra uh, seasoning, you know. Love it. It's the right, ashes my- of rats that have been. Uh- <laughs> Wait, so I, is didn't, that your number- I didn't finish. I, all right, uh, no, Philly was not my number one. All right, so I, I have, I have a, a number one and a runner-up. So you Christ, really went Mikey. in. So I really went in. Just, just, just to recap, we had Indianapolis. Yep. Minneapolis. We had who? Who was before Indy? It was Indy, Minneapolis, Minneapolis. A lot of. A lot of yeah, Minnesota, well, Minnesota's the state, but yes. Right. Philly. And my number two, uh, and this was this was where it got hard. Detroit is number two for me. Mm. Could yeah. have easily been number one. There was it, a lot of opportunity because, man, I mean, all of the, the franchises there are miserable and terrible. I mean, the Tigers have been bad forever. Uh, the yeah. Lions... I the mean, Red Wings never on. been Have good, we, really. Uh, never. The Red Wings had the Red Wings had a run, but they haven't been good in in a minute. And the Pistons, I mean, Pistons yeah. won it in what? Oh four. Oh, four. Yep. And that and was just like been, one of the strangest NBA championship teams of all time. Yep. They, no they Hall of Famers, one. right? Well, Ben Wallace, Hall of Fame. He got into the Hall of Fame. That's so yep. wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, just horrible. And I mean, Detroit is. Literally, I mean, is there a more depressing place that you can be? Other I than Buffalo, think, maybe. <laughs> I think like this is a place where the teams really mirror the ethic of the city, yeah. which is it used to be so good. Yeah. Maybe it'll get better again one day. Right. Right. Yeah. 1941, this place was the backbone of America. Maybe and, they'll uh, bring back car making. <laughs> so Detroit came in at number two. Number one, I think you guys are going to be a bit surprised by it. I, I'm going to write down. I'm going to. I'm going to. Uh, I'm, I wish I could tell you who I think it is. But yeah, go ahead. I deliberated over it. I thought about it for a while, and there didn't seem to be a better answer than Charlotte, North Carolina. Hmm. Well, they got I can the Bobcats. No, the they Panthers have no. And- this, see, this, this is why this is why it's Charlotte, North Carolina. They don't have the Bobcats, Adam. They have the Hornets. Uh, <laughs> you don't even know the name of the team. You're right. That's and it's not your fault, Adam. But Charlotte's kind of like a, it's like a suburby kind of nothing. It's not. It doesn't have the grit. But they have a football team and an NBA team. Charlotte's so mm. bad that Adam used the, their team's dead name. Yes. Oh, shit. They were the Hornets, and then they were the Bobcats, which was a horrible name, and then they went back to the Hornets. I Bobcats mean, also is like, one, I mean that's, that's one of the worst names. Like, why, do they, yeah. why do they go back to the Hornets? Like, you, you, you thought it was so good, you couldn't have, like, dreamed up another fucking animal that maybe is a little bit better? <laughs> like, the, like, they what, they needed Hornets? the nostalgia pop. You know, ah. yeah, it was like a, it was like a rebrand back to the the only time they were even remotely relevant, and the most they were relevant was for you know one round of the NBA playoffs. They've never been good. 
they're always a, like they're laughably bad. They are they are one of the worst run organizations that exists. Michael Jordan is selling the team. He's had it. He he can't deal with it anymore. The fucking embarrassment of getting his ass kicked every year. They're never even in the playoffs. I mean, they're worse than we bitch about the Knicks and we bitch about, you know, uh, I'm sure the Chicago fans complain about the Bears and all. But I mean, my God, the Hornets are a heavy front runner for the worst franchise uh, for worst run franchise in sports. And then you have the Panthers who I, I don't think are like the worst run franchise in the NFL or anything, but they've never really been that good. They've never been consistently good. They've made it to what? Two Super Bowls, one with yep. Jake DeLome, one with Cam Newton. And that Jake DeLome one was a complete long shot. Nobody was really expecting them. Yeah, to they be came there. out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. When they had Cam Newton, at least they were a, a good team. People were expecting them to to be in the Super Bowl when, when they were there. But I mean, they're not ever really that that good. And I mean, I know Charlotte is this weird kind of like, have, have either, either of you guys been to Charlotte? No, never had the pleasure. I mean, it, in terms of the scale of the city, it's like, you know, people that live there seem to really like it, which it, I don't think you can necessarily say about places like Buffalo and, and Indianapolis and whatever. But <laughs> I really don't. I don't think I've ever he- heard anybody that was like, Indianapolis rocks. I love it here. I can't, you know. Um, but man, it's just they, those franchises and that city. There's just like no real hook to go. I can't imagine being a free agent and being like, dude, I got to get out. Charlotte's looking good, you know? So right. I, I feel for them. Maybe they just don't give a shit about sports, which is very possible. But like, how could you when you have to root for the Hornets? And I guess it's probably just life is okay there. The weather's probably like good enough. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't know much about the, you know, the culture of the place. I don't know anything about it being unique, but yeah, I mean, from the sports from the sports look of things, absolutely sucks. Yeah. Adam, what do you got? <laughs> I got one city. Uh, so the city that I chose... Yep. All right, what'd you pick? I, I've never visited, but it, I'm really going by the image in my head and then the people that... I'm imagining the people there and then the fact that okay. they really only have one team and the team is just, you know, habitually terrible um and it's a bigger city it's not one of these small cities uh the city i'm thinking of is portland oregon and i think portland Uh hits a lot of the other criteria worst looking women i can't imagine just a more like (laughs) like the the picture of a portland woman in my mind is repulsive like hairy dirty you know likes to slum it you know I, i don't like anyone that likes to slum it um, and then we've got the yeah. downtown, which got taken over by the homeless. And I, I, I've never <laughs> been there, but it's just, it's a shit. It's like a fucking chaotic town and there's nothing really there. It's not a big city. Really? It's not a small city. They're known for, I guess, coffee, which is like, it's fucking 2023. You could get coffee shipped from anywhere. It's like such a nothing thing to be known for. Yeah. Um, the Portland Trailblazers are just historically they're they're just not good year in and year out. Um, and then what else? Like let's 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 go down the list. What are some other criteria that we the weather's the weather's kind of mediocre? Well, GDP, shit. GDP. Yeah, I mean I don't know what kind of what they have Nike there. That's it. They're not in the top ten. 
Yeah. Uh, I can tell you that. I mean, Seattle is, but obviously they're they're not, you know, that's not, that's a different city. <laughs> right. They got Amazon. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, you know, I, it's not a super complex, it's not a super complicated answer. I just think like it's dirty and they suck and yeah, fuck Portland. <laughs> I did think about Portland. I think it's un- unfortunate that they have uh, only one team like that kind of sucks i feel like they are big enough. right I mean, if charlotte can have an nfl team like but sh- and here's the other portland can't here's the last thing it's like charlotte you don't really expect much of but portland it's kind of like right you're it's kind of it, it's in a good location it's the northeast it's in a good part of the country it's you've, it's near the the coast northwest and it's and everyone i've talked to that's been there has you know just left crying and something got shoved <laughs> up their ass there <laughs> Well, it's a wild city. Yeah, they're just get attacked by Antifa and the homeless, and uh, you know it's yeah, it's didn't they remember what was that uh, that place that they had? It was called the Chop or something like that, or the Chop oh, the, Zone, the deregulated zone. Yeah, it was just like yeah. we we hate cops so much, we're just going to create our own little Mad Max world, and then like people were like a, i think a baby died there i i mean i can't confirm any of this but uh yeah, yeah t- tell alleged. me you're a worthless piece of trash without telling me you're a worthless piece of trash by starting a deregulation zone <laughs> oh it's called chaz not chop sorry yeah but listen man maybe if they had an nfl team they wouldn't have time to do that if i'm watching if i'm watching some football on sundays i'm not defunding the police i'll tell you that <laughs> No, nobody, nobody who watches football wants that to happen. <laughs> um, That's right. Yeah, you know what? I, I That was another one I, that didn't even really cross my mind, Portland, but you make a good case for it. There was one that this was going to be my number one before I just went on my Buffalo rant. Yeah. Um, Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, I did think about the Cleveland. They're, they're like the go-to. But they right. got the championship. It's almost like too obvious, I guess. Cleveland's got yeah. a charm. I mean, I mean yeah, you, you had a lot of years of LeBron, you know, uh the Indian, well, the excuse me, the Guardians are pretty Oh good. my god, Mike. And and can't believe you. Kind of have been for a while. I almost said Indians. Cleveland, so you got the Guardians. <laughs> you almost you almost who else? Who else? You almost dead oh, the Browns. Them. My bad. The Browns are bad. The Browns are are the Browns are yeah the Browns are bad. I mean they're they're in the conversation for just worst overall sports franchise. I think easily yeah for sure. But I think the Guardians and the Guardians are this like weird Midwest sort of like analytics team that ends up being pretty good every year. And I mean you just had that like wild LeBron uh, championship against the 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 Warriors. So Mm -hmm. I felt like it was that's that's not that far in the past. Um, where it's like, I don't know, man, I, the, you could probably have almost put New York on there if New York wasn't so kick-ass other than the sports because the Yankees are the last team to win, which was in 09. Hmm. And, um, I mean... Uh, no, the Giants, right? Uh, when was the last Giants? Oh, maybe you're right. I think 2012. Yeah, you're right. All right, so the Giants, the Giants yeah, have yeah. one. So, I mean... I don't know. You you could you could make an argument for New York if you were like a guy in Cleveland, but I think that because of the the uh, 
we're just like not that far removed from from that LeBron dynasty. And if LeBron had been a Nick for ten years, I would have been satisfied, even if there was no championships, because there were no championships either way. So <laughs> it would have been cool to have LeBron for a few years, you know. But hey, listen, now you got Aaron Rodgers. You know, that's that's the the New York sports outlook right now. It all rests on his shoulders. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with that. Um, all right, we're gonna start moving to wrap up here. But before we do, uh, we have a weekly special segment that we do um this is for all of you gamblers out there this is a show basically made, all of america yeah yeah <laughs> right this is a show made for degenerates by degenerates so we of course obviously are going to give you gambling advice on this show uh this is a segment we like to call the howard ratner no shot parlay of the week every week we are going to give you three legs of a parlay each of us will pick a leg uh and you should go ahead and bet it and I mean, we'll see if you actually win. Probably not. But <laughs> listen, these uh, these are going to be such long shots that if you listen to us fifty two weeks a year and you win one, you'll probably be in the black. That's fucking right. That's right. All right, everybody's got to pick. Yup. Yeah. I just gotta make sure I pronounce it correctly. All right, Adam. Why don't you go first? All right, boys. For this week, we go to UFC 288 and all the way to the prelims. We've got 18 and 3 Verna Jandaroba, and she's taking on 16, 2 and 2 Marina Rodriguez. And I'm betting Verna Jandaroba at plus 115. Now, what Verna lacks in conventional attractiveness. What Verna lacks in conventional (laughs) attractiveness, she makes up with a super. She makes up for with a superior ground game. 2.31 takedown average for Vanderoba versus Rodriguez is 0.19. Poultry, miserable, terrible. That game, that fight's going to the ground. Vanderoba's <laughs> submitting her. And my son's going to boarding school. That's my pick of the week. <laughs> That's what, so well, Adam, Adam, well done. One more time for us, Adam. Verna Vanderoba. You remember that name, listeners. Verna, She's going places. Remember the name, Verna Jandaroba. You heard it here first, and she's a plus 115 underdog. Matt, you want to go or you want me to go? You go, Mike. All right. Uh, I'm looking at, uh, by the time you're hearing this, today's Mets and uh, Mets at Tigers game, 4.10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that's the Wednesday game. Uh, take the over. Eight and a half at plus 100. Here's the case. Max Scherzer is starting against Joey Wentz. Joey Wentz is 0-3 with a 6.45 ERA. Now, I know what you're saying. Mike, don't the Tigers stink? Can they hit? Can they score runs? They sure can. Because you know who else stinks? Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer is getting (laughs) old as hell. He's coming off his 10-game suspension for sticky substances off the, uh, the glove. And I'll tell you what, uh, he has not looked great this season. Um, also, the Mets have been rained out like four of the last five games that they've played. Uh, I would assume that anybody that they bring out of the bullpen is just going to... I mean, I think that hitters are going to just have a field day off of anybody that's pitching. So um, I assume the Mets... I don't know that they're going to lose to the Tigers, but they might because they have not been playing great. Um and uh, whether they lose to the Tigers, I don't know about that, but I think that they will, between both of those teams, there will be at least 10 runs scored. That's my guess. Take it at plus 100. Plus 100, basically even money there. All right, so we've got the over, plus 100, 
And we've got Janadaroba at plus 115. Adam, I was so worried when I heard you say we're going to the UFC prelims because as has become a, become a habit of mine, I'm going there as well. I'm going to take Phil No Hype Hawes to beat <laughs> e- Ikram Aliskarov. And Phil Beautiful. is a plus 180 underdog. I mean, this is about as short of an underdog you're ever going to get in the UFC fighting a guy whose last name ends in OV. Okay? <laughs> if there's anything we know about guys whose last name ends in OV, they are killers. They very rarely do anything other than destroy their opponents. So the fact that I've got a guy who's such a short un- uh, uh, such a short favorite with the last name ending in OV, that's the only case uh, I need to make. <laughs> so I've it. got plus 180, and the guy's name is actually Phil No High Pause. So we've got a plus 115, a plus 100, and a plus 180. That brings us to a payout. If we were to bet $10, we are getting back 110. So you've got about a, almost 11 to 1 on uh, this week's No Shot Parlay. Yeah, well, we'll put that on social. We're going to cut it, try to keep track of these. So every week we'll update the uh, the standings on the No Shot Parlay to just see how we're doing. Um, but it's exciting that the first one's finally out. And it's exciting that the first episode of the show is finally out. How did you guys feel about it? You know, I felt uh, this way. Uh, the, I, you know what? Hang on a second. Let me Let me really gather my thoughts. <laughs> I felt about this show the way, the opposite that someone would feel after eating a garbage plate. Right. <laughs> it's finally over, and I'm pretty proud of it. I feel like it was good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this was a lot of fun, and I think doing the show just in general is going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited that we're doing it. Uh, and we're excited that all of you listeners get to hear it. Like we said, go over, watch the show on YouTube because, I mean, listen, I'm not going to fucking edit this video together for nothing. Somebody better go watch that shit. <laughs> um, please do all the things that you're supposed to do as a podcast listener. You know the deal. Go over to Apple Podcasts, follow the show on Apple, like and subscribe. Please leave a review. Leave a nice review um, because God knows we don't have the the confidence to deal with bad reviews. But leave leave a review. Um, <laughs> listen to us on Spotify <laughs> and follow us on social media. You can find me at Mike Coscarelli on all platforms, gentlemen. At Matt Lajeski on all platforms, and at it's Adam Foster. There we go. And you it's can follow dog. the show at it's Sports Group. <laughs> where can we you find your questions? dog on social media? Adam? Yeah, where can you find your dog? Let's see if she's. Uh, can't it. Uh, on the dark oh web. Oh my god! Going go to a screeching off. halt. Fuck We're literally off, trying okay. to get out of here. <laughs> uh, if you want to email the show, you can email the show. That's sportsgroup at gmail.com. Uh, and until then, we'll see you guys next week. Goodbye. <laughs>